0: Welcome to the Choose Optimism podcast brought to you by Optimist International, a podcast to let you know of all the good things that might be happening right in your own backyard. This is a podcast to sh- highlight the positive influences of Optimist Clubs right in your own community. We always start these podcasts with a quote to kind of get you thinking about what we're going to be talking about and also just something that might have something to do with your life or to get you started on the right path. And today is, I never hit a shot, not even in practice, without having a very sharp, in-focus picture of it in my head. That was said by the Golden Bear himself, Mr. Jack Nicklaus, which is what we're going to be talking about today is golf, because Optimist International has had a long-standing tradition of being supportive of golf. And my and at this time, it's my pleasure to introduce Sharon Parton, who is the golf chair for Optimist International. Sharon, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Shane.
0: One of the things we always talk about when we have these uh, interviews is we talk about the Optimist story that you have. Sharon, what is your Optimist story? How did you become Involved and being an optimist?
1: Well, I've been part of Optimist International for 37 years now. Um, started out as a word processing secretary and moved up along the ranks. And I was part of the meetings and convention department for several years and been part of the junior golf program since 1995. And 2012, I took over as the senior director of the Optimist Junior Golf Program, and that's kind of where I'm at today.
0: You were employed by Optimist International. Is how you be how you got started.
1: Yes, yes, I am. And I am an Optimist member of the Optimist Club of O'Fallon, Illinois.
0: So today we're talking about the Optimist International Golf Tournament, which is one of the premier golf tournaments for youth in the United States and across the world. Tell us a little bit about the history of the junior golf.
1: Well, we originally prior to 1991, um, we were part of the um, junior world uh, in San Diego and Right before 91, they decided to split off, and uh, the San Diego Junior Golf uh, Tournament is now called the IMG, and then where we were used to be the Optimist International Junior World Championship, we are now the Optimist International Championship, and we are now in uh, Miami, Florida. We've been there since 91.
0: And how long has the tournament been in, in been a part of Optimist International?
1: Uh, It would have been the history. We've been apart for a long time, around 1987. 86 around that time. So
0: almost 35 years right around yeah. that time point. Mm-hmm. W- when we have a, a a club that's getting ready to do a tournament, tell us a little bit about the process that a club might go through to help sponsor or do something to get a club participant to to the Optimus International Golf Tournament because I'm sure there's a process that a club has to do to be involved to get to that point.
1: That is correct. Um so we have um in most districts a what we call an optimist qualifier. And with those optimus qualifiers, some of the districts will have pre-qualifiers. And this is where the clubs would come into play at where they would have their tournament. Then they send so many golfers to the qualifier. And then there was so many spots within a qualifier. They would send these golfers um, to the championship down in Florida in July. Um, most of the districts don't have the pre-qualifiers anymore, where a club will go and just help the district by either going and helping at the event or um, spend sending money to them to help sponsor a, um, a golfer to go to Florida, which would pay for their registration, uh, which would be housing uh, meals and their golf
0: So now when you say that they're a district qualifier you know in our area we have a lot of people that are interested in this tournament and we have a pre-qualifier is that something that a lot of clubs are still doing or is that something that's very unique since they have so many participants
1: it's kind of changed changed through the years one time yes we had a lot of uh the pre-qualifiers but we find uh in this um now that a lot of golfers and families their schedules are so busy and the kids play in so many tournaments that they're one, they want to go to Florida because we're so unique, but they don't want to play in all the tournaments. So, if they can find a tournament that they can um, play in just one event versus going and playing a pre qualifier to turn around to go into a qualifier to go to Florida, um, they'll go try to go that route first and just go to, through the qualifier. But you're, you're right, in some cases, we still have districts that, that are a lot of kids playing and um you know the district's just like any golf course you can only get so many kids on a golf course to play in that day so how
0: many kids are each district allowed to send tell us a structure a little bit about that because obviously there's a we want as many kids to participate as possible but we can't have everybody obviously
1: that is true we do have, um, I work with over 50 qualifiers, and we also have 17 international federations that also send kids to uh, to Florida. Um, we, down in Florida, we play off of three golf courses, and... We do have three different phases going um for the number of spots is always based on history so if you're a brand new um district qualifier we're going to allow two spots per age division to go to florida but these kids in any golfer that goes into florida play in the florida tournament they have to also meet a minimum criteria score um so even if you would you got a couple spots in that age division and if those kids don't meet that qualifying score they don't qualify to go. So it's all based on history to how many kids play in each age division is how it's determined for how many spots they received that year. So it's one tournament, Colorado. They have several spots in each age division that go to Florida, um, where a tournament that's a lot smaller, um, uh, let me just throw out like Atlantic Central, would only receive probably two spots going because they're a lot smaller than the Colorado tournament.
0: How many optimist youth are participating in our golf tournament that's held in Florida every year?
1: Oh, well, I have to, I don't have the exact number of that, but, um, well, I can tell you how many went to Florida last year, um, how many golfers through all the qualifiers that changes every year. And I have to break that up in by age division, I don't have those numbers in front of me, but I can't you can give you, us a
0: general estimate about how many youth we serve on that.
1: Um, well, we had approximately right around probably 4,000 kids through the qualifiers that actually um, are received spots to go to Florida and then play in our qualifiers. I can't how, tell you. How many ahead. kids
0: actually play in the tournament in Florida?
1: We had 620 kids through the three phases. Um, each age division is a little bit different in those numbers to how many um, to win. Um, so we had 620 total. That was also from offers from 28 different countries also. Related.
0: And what about, are the boys and girls qualifying separately, or is it kind of like set up where it doesn't matter their gender, Like, kind of like the, they've moved to with the oratorical?
1: No, they are all by gender. So the age groups we have is boys 10 to 11, the 12, 13, the 14, 15, and the 16, 18. In the girls, we have girls 10, 11, uh, um, 13, 14, I'm sorry, 10 to 12, 13, 14, and then the 15 to 18 age in the girls. We actually have seven different tournaments that are taking place down in Florida. with the three phases, so the younger kids come in for the phase one. They go home, the middle-aged uh, kids, the 14, 15, girls, 13, 14, come in for phase two. And then the 16-18 boys and the girls 15-18 come in for phase three. And
0: are they are, are they playing by like a PGA standard where they're playing four rounds to qualify for the winner of that each age division?
1: They play three rounds. So they have a day. So the schedule is that they, one day they arrive. The next day is their practice round day. Then they have a... Uh, three rounds of tournament play. Uh, we have a opening ceremony. The last day we have an awards ceremony. Uh, we, in the evenings, we have like a long drive competition, a global event. Um, and we have a video arcade room that's going the whole time. And then that last day, they leave. For each phase, we do um, give the, the parents and the golfers who have registered um, they receive five breakfasts and four dinners while they're there as well.
0: This is quite a production that gets put on by Optimus International. There is a lot of moving pieces into this.
1: That is true. Yes, and we also have two um, parent-child tournaments that do very well as uh, in between the phases. So when the one that the kids are going home, the other ones are coming in there's a tournament day for a parent child that also takes place. We have two of those. Tell us a little bit know, about
0: little... your day in Florida when you're down there, getting ready for these tournaments and watching everything. I mean, there's obviously a lot of moving pieces, but tell us a little bit about what's going on at the tournament and who's there and all the fun of the things that you focus on when you're down there in Florida.
1: So, um, it's oh, a lot. Um, a typical day. will start at five in the morning. Um, our volunteers show up, um, roughly around six. We give them breakfast. Uh, we get them ready for the day. So we have three different golf courses. Um, so a lot of our uh, volunteers are going to be um, marshals and uh, shuttle drivers and scorekeepers In the, at the end of the day. Um, my typical day, I house everybody. So I'm constantly working with the parents, um, especially if they make changes, making sure the room is correct and the right size for the number of people they have in that group. Um, We have a, a big registration day where the volunteers also help. We have a merchandise area where we sell Optimus Golf Uh, merchandise um getting them ready for the day so they go and they pick up their driving range balls in the mornings we have a couple volunteers help there they go and go to the driving range and then they go to their first tee um we have um the golf side but it sets up the tees for the day and we have uh, Skip Small who's our tournament director he works with our rules officials and uh, several of the volunteers to get them prepared for the day and what what's going on Um, getting ready so in Florida we always have evacuations it rains a lot in Florida so we have an evacuation plan and last year uh, we ended up on our third phase group happened to evacuate a few times off the course we had to get 250 kids off of three golf courses in a matter of minutes minute because of the storms coming in. So that's a big, um, big job. But we have a great group of volunteers and uh, golf staff down there that helps and um, helps with the whole evacuation process.
0: Tell us a little bit about the volunteers. What do, is it Optimist members? Is it just volunteers from the community? Or what does a member have to do to be able to volunteer at the international level?
1: Well, um, anybody can volunteer. They don't have to be an Optimist member. Um, so, a majority, yes, are volunteers, but we have been known to have some volunteers that actually live in Florida. We've reached out to the Miami Tourism. Uh, or into the first tee to see if they have anybody uh, available that could come out and help Uh, you don't have to be a golfer i myself am not a golfer and um, i know a little bit to be dangerous that's about it but you don't have to be a golfer at all we have some um, easy jobs from like handing out driving range balls to marshalling might be a little bit more uh, it's better if you have some knowledge of golf there but shuttling kids um, on and off the golf course or getting them from one hole to the next uh, and the families um, is a lot of fun. You get to meet kids and parents from all over the world. Um, and it's just, you can make their day just by talking to them and Especially if they're having a really a down round, um, to be able to lift their spirits a little bit. Uh, we also, at the end of the day, when the kids are done playing, uh, they come in and have their scorecards, and we have them verified and making sure all is good before they can go out and enjoy the pool for the evening. So, have
0: you ever had any PGA golf pro show up to surprise any of these kids ever?
1: Well, we've had a lot of our golfers actually have gone on to become pro. Um, every now and then, we do get um, some that will show up but for the most part a lot of them have a lot going on in the summer like the British Open so they are not um really available to come in the month of July to see see us but we've had some of their sons that have played in the event uh John Daly's son played a few years ago um, some of the Proves that we've had um well tiger woods going back to when we were in san diego he won several years we had uh, jason day jeff overton justin thomas in the females um, um brooke henderson lexi thompson all have played in our event um we have several more that are currently on the um the tour now
0: i do have to ask as jack nicholas showed up because he's my favorite golfer of all time i know he lives in florida too
1: Well, when we had our tournament at PGA National, he actually did show up. Um, I personally did not get to see him, but I know – So he uh, oversees that the bear trap and that on the, um, uh, the champion course. And he did show up the one day to take a ride on the course um, to check out. They were going to do major renovations to that course. So I do know he was on property one year. He
0: is, like I said, by far my favorite golfer, but I won't talk too much about that. Uh, (laughs) Tell us a little bit of how a club and district can support the golfers and or the golf tournament. Hmm.
1: Well, a lot of the um, we'd like to see um, the clubs sponsor golfers to go to Florida. So to help out at their district qualifiers, uh, may be able to, um, to to send money to help them for trophies or for giveaways um, or to assist the kids. Um, a requirement of ours is to for a district to pay for the older boy, older girl to go to Florida. You're talking around $670 for them, for their winners to go to Florida. um, What they would receive for that value is five nights housing um, shared with another golfer, uh, five breakfasts, four dinners, and their golf. That's not
0: actually that unreasonable. So clubs can really cover a lot of ground by sponsoring these kids.
1: Yes. Now they still had to pay for their own travel to go down. um, And if any of the parents... um, would come in uh, or families for that matter. We have a lot of families that come down.
0: We've obviously had the 2023 Optimus Golf Tournament. Tell us a little bit about next year's tournament, what the dates are, and how clubs can get ready and prepared for that, because with the Optimist New Year here, that is rapidly going to be here before we know it.
1: Yes, it most certainly is. Um, It's constantly, it's a year uh, unplanning. So our dates for next year, for the boys 10 to 11, 12, 13, and girls 10 to 12, is July 16 to the 21st. And then we, uh, for the boys 14, 15, girls 13, 14, is july 21 to the 26th and then the third phase the boys 16 18 the girls 15 18 is july uh, 26 to the 31st you
0: better book those dates now because if you're like me my summer fills up very very fast (laughs)
1: definitely need those volunteers A, a volunteer what they'll get is a discounted housing um they get free parking uh they get breakfast and lunch Uh, for every day they work. They get um, two Optimus golf shirts for that time. Um, And usually a a, a gift of some sort. So it's a really good deal. Um, We do, unfortunately, do keep you busy every day, but it is awesome to be out there on the golf course with these kids, talking to these families. Um, It's just amazing some of the golfers uh, we have out there and to watch them from Every age division, we had last year. Well, this this last year we had one hole in one, but the year prior we had like seven hole in one, which is it's amazing.
0: You're <laughs> telling me there's kids younger than me to have have hole in ones, and I don't even have one yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> we see the little ones come in, and they're so excited, and it's just awesome. And we uh, take a one of our pin flag and have it an embroidered that we send to them after the fact. So it's a little souvenir it has the, the date they had the hole in one, what uh, course they were on and the, um, uh, what, yeah, the date they're the course, the yardage um, and what course.
0: So. You've been doing this for, you know, like you said, since 1995, is there a memory that sticks out in your mind that you're, that is one of your favorite moments of being a part of this program with Optimus International?
1: Oh, every year is different. And just to see the, the looks on these, the, um, the kids um every year it's it's that's a little different but i don't really have one thing that stands out but it, it's just amazing the the kids and how excited they are and to be in this tournament and playing with kids all around the world um, it's just something new that's new to them you know um, getting out of their hometowns and being able to experience something so international um, it's
0: Cool itself. You say there's kids from all over the world. How many countries have participated in this? Do you have a rough idea of something like that?
1: Yeah, last year I had 28 countries. 28 <laughs> different country
0: sponsors. So it truly is when we say international. This truly is an international tournament.
1: It is. Yeah, um, a golfer can one day be playing with somebody from Thailand and Argentina, and the next day it could be Colombia and Canada. Um, It just it, different, you know, kids from. And they've become, that's uh, something special. So many of I hear stories, they are friends for life. Um, It's just amazing. You know, they'll meet somebody at either breakfast or dinner and we'll continue sitting with them for the rest of the the day. And um, they just become really good friends. And it's cool to see them. You know, I watch them grow up through the year and I see the same kids coming back year after year and making new friends or meeting up with the ones that they met the year prior.
0: Is there any language barriers with some of this or do they all usually oh, speak yeah. English? No. How does that work?
1: There's language barriers. Thank God for Google Translate. <laughs> so,
0: you <laughs> have to make sure you click the right language.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes we'll go down there and there's an app that, you know, they'll talk into and then it translate into English so we can understand them. Um, and then we do the same thing back. So it, we make it do. And so, yeah, we have, it, it, I can, most of the time the kids can speak the um, English language. It's the parents that we have a harder time with trying to communicate with.
0: So the kids are easy are easy to translate with other yes. English speaking. So that makes it a little bit easier. Yes. But how cool is it to say you might have a friend in Thailand when you live in the United States?
1: Oh, yeah, I see it. Every year I see it. It's, <laughs>
0: Sharon, I can't thank you enough taking the time to talk to us about those. you know, the turnover and like i said i don't think a lot of clubs realize the amount of work and the amount of benefit of sending kids to the Optimus international golf tournament can have for their clubs and for people in their communities
1: i I do i also want to point i forgot the um we do have especially on the third age group the older phase we have around 30 golf coaches that come out and scout or uh, watch these golfers for the full three days that they're there and they're uh, colleges all around the, well, more of the United States, of course, but um, from all over. So
0: if any potential golfers are out there listening, this might be opportunity to have a college scholarship to play golf somewhere. Yep. Sharon, thanks again for taking the time to educate the club members and people that are listening to this about the benefits of a golf tournament and how they can help kids across the United States, Canada, and the Caribbean and throughout the world. You're welcome. And as we move forward, you know, people always say something to think about. And the quote today makes you really think about things of how things are going within your life and how you affect everything else going around you, Mm -hmm. which is golf is about how well you accept respond to, and score your misses much more than it is a game about your perfect shots. We would like to thank you for listening to the Choose Optimism podcast. If you like our podcast, please give us a five-star review and share with your family and friends to let them know what's going on in your community as well. And until next time, remember to choose optimism.